It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast here on this Thursday. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's show. On today's show, I'm going to recap the Wednesday win that the Reds had. It was a day game, and they still ended up winning it anyway. And I'm going to talk about why a St. Louis sports team and the Reds could compare. I'll explain in a moment, but before we get to that, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and the Himalaya Podcasting app. Hit us up on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Gar with three Fs, and then head on over to LockedOnReds.com and hit us up on the Locked On Reds line if you just want game reactions questions, any sort of things that you can think of, give us a call at 513-549-0159. And also, we've got the question of the week, which is, do you think David Bell has performed well thus far his first year as a manager in Major League Baseball? Why or why not? Let me know your thoughts on that. So, Wednesday... Actually just got done watching Game 7 of the Stanley Cup. The St. Louis Blues won, beat the Bruins of Boston 4-1. to And really, that one goal came in garbage time, and it was just an absolutely dominant performance. And obviously, this is a Reds baseball podcast, so you're probably wondering why I'm talking about hockey. But the Blues had an interesting story. 
as the calendar flipped to 2019 in the early stages of January, the Blues were at the bottom of the league, not just their specific Western Conference, but at the bottom of the NHL. Now they are on top. Now it's not to say that I expect that the Reds could do something similar, but they have the kind of pieces that the Blues had. The Blues were a scrappy team that really came together and were well-knit as a team. They were very... Uh, they played off one another very well. They had their captain, Petrangelo, that was a phenomenal player and also a great leader. And I feel like the Reds have that in Eugenio Suarez. I think he is, if you were assigning the term captain to the Reds, I would put Suarez as the captain. I know that uh, Joey Votto would probably get that patch but as far as when you link the best player with the best leadership personality, I really think Suarez is that guy. And then you've got the scrappy guy that comes in out of nowhere, just surprises everybody. The goalie for the St. Louis Blues, who was going all over the place in amateur hockey, uh, Jordan Bennington, uh, Doc Emmerich kind of chronicled his story at the end of the game because Bennington had a phenomenal night, was just blocking everything that came at him, but he came out of nowhere. We've got that with Derek Dietrich and Scooter Jeanette, really, and Jose Iglesias, really. I mean, you got a couple of guys in there that could fit that profile of people kind of forgot about him and the Reds were able to snatch him up and they're having really good years. I mean, Scooter Jeanette obviously hasn't started his 2019 regular season just yet, but, you know, speaking in years past, the way that he has shown his quality after being a waiver claim. And then of course, Derek Dietrich, who here lately hasn't quite done that well. Ever since his three home run game, he has struggled a lot has a bunch of strikeouts and not batting too well. But I think that's just one of those things where he's coming down off the mountaintop. I expect him to start climbing back up here soon. And then, of course, Iglesias as well. He had another phenomenal day up in Cleveland as the Reds were able to win. But, you know, it's kind of a rough comparison saying that the Reds could do what the St. Louis Blues have done in hockey. But it's not that far-fetched, I don't think. I, I feel like the Reds have the talent. It's just, for whatever reason, they haven't put it all together. And that's something that I'm going to talk about. I have Matt Wilkes on the podcast tomorrow from Reds Content Plus. If you haven't checked out that website, though, by the way, hit that one up. No more comprehensive game review and lots of analysis. Nobody does the analysis better for the Reds than Reds Content Plus. They just go super deep on all of the statistics. And I'll be talking with him tomorrow for the Phone It In Friday edition of the podcast. And we're going to really dive deep into what is ailing this Reds offense. What do the stats say? What do the numbers tell us? That sort of thing, beyond just batting average and all that stuff, because I know that that sucks, obviously. They're one of the lowest teams in the league when it comes to batting average. But if this team could get it all together, if they could hang on and bring it all together at the same time that they incorporate Scooter Jeanette back into the lineup, at the same time that they incorporate Alex Wood back into the pitching staff, 
you still could squint and see a, success, a successful 2019 season. I, I'm not saying I expect that to happen. I'm starting to expect them to be kind of in the obscure middle of the pack when it comes to Major League Baseball and be close to 500. But I was inspired about the Blues story, and I thought, you know, the Reds aren't that far off. They really aren't. And the fact that we're even talking about them being a 500 ball club after what's happened the last couple of years just shows the quality of the team that we have. And I think that 500 is kind of the baseline moving forward, something that the Reds can build upon next year and really, really be a strong team. But it was fun to see that. And (laughs) I mean, I know it's kind of weird. You're thinking, oh, St. Louis, a team from St. Louis. But let's be real here. Boston. I'm tired of seeing championship parades go through Boston. I just really am. Nothing against Boston as a city or Boston fans or anything like that, but my goodness, they don't have to win everything. I'm totally fine with the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup this year. So anyway, just had to get out of one off. But let's talk about the game the Reds just won. But before we get to that, I want to thank our sponsors real fast, Hotels.com. You've heard me talk about it a lot. Check out Hotels.com for the best deals on your next vacation. And also want to talk about Blue Chew just for a moment. Blue Chew is the first chewable form, or chewable that has the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. With Blue Chew, you get a quick-acting performance enhancement and it's not just for guys that feel like their performance is lacking it's for guys who want to get a boost if you want to add a little something there in the bedroom and it's you don't have any awkward in-office doctor visits you just go to bluechew.com and right now there's a promo offer for your first order from bluechew.com just go to bluechew.com enter promo code mlb You get your first order for free. You just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code MLB. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. You're listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast here on this Thursday. I yammered on about how maybe the Reds could be like the St. Louis Blues and go from last to first in the entire league this season. Who knows? That's probably a stretch. But they did just win today, and I was really hoping. I was really pushing off recording of this episode because I wanted to see the final of the Pirates and Braves game because the outcome of that game would determine whether or not the Reds are in last place. So hopefully right now, you know what, whatever, let's just roll with it. The Pirates lost and now the Reds are no longer a last place team. The Atlanta Braves did their job and now the Reds set a half game ahead of the Buccos in the NL Central standings. And you know what? In order to get from last to first, you got to get to fourth. 
and now the Reds are there. So they've taken that first step. We'll see if they can keep building on it this weekend with the Rangers coming to town. Or then, of course, there is, well, the Braves came close, almost helped out the Reds, but the Pirates ended up winning. Pirates will maintain fourth place. The Reds are right there, just screeching on the edge of the Pirates. They're about to overtake them. It's going to happen soon, Reds fans, trust me. All right, well, whichever happens, just, you know, pick one of the, uh, you know, one of the better quotes, whichever one just happened. But the Reds were able to win on the strength of four home runs on the Wednesday day game. They've not fared too well in day games this season, as that was just their ninth win of 2019 in a game that happens before the sun goes down. And it was good to see the offense kind of come together. There were a couple of instances where you thought with the past couple of games that the Reds' offense would unravel and they'd leave runners on base like they've been doing a lot of this season. In fact, they started off the game, and I I don't know why I've just waited till now to talk about this, but they started off the game with back-to-back home runs from Nick Senzel and Joey Votto, both going yard early. And in fact, they said that's the first time since the Reds did it June 26th of 2001, and they did it against the St. Louis Cardinals' Andy Bennis, the pitcher for the Cardinals. And raise your hand if you remember Alex Ochoa. He was the first guy to hit a homer, and then following him was the great Barry Larkin. So that's the last time that happened, an 18 year, just a shade under 18 years ago. Some of you listening may not even have been alive then, which kind of depresses me. But it was fun to see them start off that way, and the pitching held true. Anthony DeSclafani had to fight through a couple of innings in which he had the leadoff runner, whether he singled or walked or something or other like that, had to fight around that, but was able to limit the damage and then handed it off to the bullpen. A little bit of a minor concern. It's a win, so we're not going to focus on too many negatives in this game. But Michael Lorenzen gave up another home run. He gave up a home run to Carlos Santana that was absolutely tattooed. And I don't know if you've watched uh, the movie or the show uh, Brockmire, but as Brockmire says on a home run, he said that that ball can no longer be buried in a Jewish cemetery because it has been tattooed. And that's what happened to Carlos Santana's home run because it just looks like Michael Lorenzen is serving up a couple of fat ones every so often that opposing hitters are just killing. It'll be interesting to see if he can adjust. Wonder if fatigue may be starting to come into play. I know it's early on in the season, but he's pitched in a lot of different games. So something to watch going forward. But overall, a good day. They now go into the Rangers series with some semblance of momentum. I know we've said this a lot. Seems like whenever the Reds win a game, we say, all right, now comes the run. Now they're going to take that run and take that leap. And I've just gotten to the point where it's almost like, you know what? We're going to talk about it when it happens. I'm done being the guy to be like, this is the weekend. This is when they're going to make that run. And I'm I'm done doing that. But I am looking forward to the Rangers series. I'm a little bit bummed because Joey Gallo is on the injured list, but that will make it a little bit easier on Reds pitchers to get through this one. Shinsu Chu 
returns to Great American Ballpark, and I just looked it up. It's his first time coming back to Great American since he played for the Reds back in 2013. It'll be interesting to see him, and then also the re-emerged, the... No, I need a better word than that. The resurrected Hunter Pence, who's been having a phenomenal year up to this point, will be back in Great American Ballpark. Fun fact about Hunter Pence, he's played 54 career games at Great American Ballpark, has a .272 batting average, and nine home runs to go along with it. It'll be interesting to see how the Reds pitchers deal with him this weekend, but all in all, the Reds split with the Indians in the first half of the Ohio Cup. Only the only the second best cup to be in play this week. Obviously, the Stanley Cup's number one, but the Ohio Cup, hot on its heels. That'll do it for the Thursday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Tomorrow, I've got Matt Wilkes talking with me from Reds Content Plus. Like I mentioned, go check out that website. A lot of really in-depth analysis about your Cincinnati Reds. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on all the major podcasting platforms. Hit us up on Twitter at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And hit up the Locked On Reds line at 513. 513- Five four nine zero one five nine. I want to hear from you. What do you think about David Bell in this his first year as a major league manager? Let me know. Five one three five four nine zero one five nine. Until tomorrow, my name is Jeff Carr. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. Go Reds! Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.